Today's reading is taken from John verse 25 to 40. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed the seal of approval. When they asked him, What must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, What sign will you give that we may see and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, this is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it's my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is a bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, always give us the bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never go thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me, and I still do not believe. All those Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will from him who sent me, that I shall lose none of those who has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them to the last day. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you for this excellent reading. I would like to expand on the idea of what the things are that we think looks like tasty bread, but aren't anywhere near as good as Jesus. If you want to follow me in the Bibles, turn to page 1070, John chapter 6, verse 25 to 29. In this passage, Jesus calls us to believe in him in verse 29 when he states, This is the work of God, that you believe in him who has sent, referring to himself. He implores us to believe in him and have faith in him so that we may join him in eternal life. He wants us to join him, but it is our choice whether to unite with him or not. Leading up to verse 29, a crowd had found Jesus on the shores of the sea. They asked him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus understood that they had come to him with a worldly view and saw the questions as an opportunity to lift their views to something more important, as he does to us now. He says to them, You are seeking me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. This took place after the feeding of the 5,000. He knows they were coming to him in search of more food, which he explains to them will rot and is finite, and not what really matters. The most important thing, Jesus says, is the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. Over the past few weeks, you may have watched the new film Wonka, starring Timothy Chalamet. If you haven't, you should have done. It's a great movie. 
There is a song in Wonka called A Hat Full of Dreams, in which Willy Wonka starts off with 12 silver sovereigns, but ends up spending or giving away all but one, which he proceeds to drop down a drain, all in just a few hours. This is an example of something that doesn't last. Money is finite, like the bread that the cloud around Jesus was looking for. This passage encourages us to think beyond our immediate wants, but take in mind what really matters. We must not desire earthly bread that spoils and rots, but the bread of life that, with Jesus, lasts forever and brings eternal life. Thank you very much. What makes you feel alive? Is it the exhilaration of a roller coaster or the cold of a swim in a lake? Is it that experiment in science lesson that you always wanted to do and finally you are doing it? Or the pure thrill of a treat-off adventure, despite it being a little bit scary? Is it your birthday and you wake up really early but feel so awake? Or when your dad comes in your room at 6.30 and plays rock music as loud as he can to wake you up? Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Turn to the person next to you and ask them what makes them feel alive. Does anyone want to share what makes them feel alive? I will never make Wally a case to ride. Sugar. Oh. <laughs> Birthday. Snowboarding. Nature. Now, those are all things that make us feel alive. But in these verses, John writes that Jesus makes us feel alive. Jesus gives us life. In verse 33, it says, The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. This doesn't mean that it's raining bread or raining anything for that matter. It means that Jesus came down from heaven to give us life. In verse 32, it says, Very truly I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. He says this after people have been demanding more food after he fed the 5,000. He is telling them that they should look for him because he is the Son of God and can teach them, not because they're hungry. They need to trust that he will provide for them. If we go back a bit to Exodus 16, the Israelites were in the desert after escaping Egypt. They were starving, but the Lord provided for them. He gave them manna, but they could only take the amount that they needed and no more. But the Israelites did not trust God, therefore hoarded the food and it went rotten. This is similar. Don't go looking for food that spoils. It will not provide for you forever, but God will. As it says in Matthew 6, 25 to 27. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what it will wear. Is life more, not more important than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? You need to trust God, because he loves you and would not do anything to harm you. He gave his son Jesus to die on the cross so that we could be forgiven and have life to the full, like Katniss Everdeen in the Hunger Games, taking her sister Primrose's place to compete. Jesus came to take our place to compete with sin and death and to win. He did this so we could have eternal life. He won his fight against death, and we are now promised eternal life in heaven. What could you do to help someone live their life to the full? 
Could it be spending less time on your phone and interacting with them a bit more? Maybe introducing them to a club that you go to? You could even introduce them to God by taking them to XPC or Pathfinders, Download or Church. My talk is on the last bits of our passage that we have been reading today. John 6, 35 to 40, on page 1070. I'll recap it for you. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life, and whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me shall never go thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me, and still you do not believe. All those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will but do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all those he has given me, but raise them up on the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. So, what does this mean? Okay, firstly, who's watched Gardens of the Galaxy 2? In the Gardens of the Galaxy 2, when their ship is crashing in, like, into space, Drax is about to fall off the ship, but Gamora grabs him and holds tightly and never lets him go. This is the kind of dedication that Jesus will give us. Jesus will never let us go. In verse 40 of John 6, it says, For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I shall raise them up on the last day. Jesus refers to himself as a few things in this passage. He calls himself the bread of life, the son, him, I, and me. And it's a bit confusing because he is talking to the crowd while also talking about himself, but as if he's another person. He's saying, everyone who looks to me and believes in me shall have eternal life. And in verse 35, which says then, Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. In this verse, he's not talking about your food that will go rotten or go crumbly or something. He's talking about himself. See, like food and bread and water are not sustainable, but what Jesus is trying to put across is that whoever comes to him will never go hungry. And he doesn't mean hungry for food, but hungry for his love. Because Jesus' love is always sustaining and always satisfying, unlike bread. I'm going to go back to verse 40 again. My Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life. Jesus is trying to get across that he will never let you go. Take a moment to process that. He will never let you go. This means even if you shout at your friends or do something that's really bad, he will never let you go. So there it is, the truth, that even if you go wrong and do countless bad things, which you probably have already done, Jesus will not let you go. He will never let you go.